everyone, and welcome to issue number 163 of the Bad Cowdy Funky Podcast. Wow! Yeah. Tonight, we're talking about the third season of the Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe, Daredevil. But before we jump blindly into our fully spoiled discussion of the show, let's see who's joining us this week. We have TV's Casey. Yo! The Bad Cody himself, Sergio. Welcome, everybody, to the best damn podcast in the world. Thank you to everyone who's been listening on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, or Google Music, anywhere you can listen to a podcast and already recording. Thank you to everyone who's been tuning in each and every week on twitch.tv slash Funky, checking out Booster Greg's stream at, bo- at twitch.tv slash Greg, and everyone in between. Follow everybody on the stuff and things. We'll keep you updated on the latest in geek entertainment news, and we'll talk about all the current things that we actually care about. Hmm. And I'm going to be here for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all that business out of the way, uh, gentlemen, what's going? What's going on this week? What's happening? What's the dish? What's the deal? <laughs> hey, it looks like Disney Disney is exploring a reboot of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. The studio has been talking to writing team Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. These are the guys who worked on the Deadpool movies and also uh, Zombieland. Um, it looks like Jerry Brockheimer will continue to captain the ship as producer. On Pirates of the Caribbean, there's no talk of who's being casted. Uh, it may or may not include Johnny Depp. We don't know at this point, but they're in talks with the writers to do a reboot. But now, like, why? For gay. I, I have no idea why they're exploring this. They need to get out of this reboot culture and yeah. explore new options. There's so many different interesting things out there. I mean, even if you look at, like, I have, I have friends who who write things randomly on the internet. If you look at people's writing essays, like people who are in college or out and they love just, like, writing interesting fiction, you know, like, just, like, b- browse Reddit and be like, hey, that looks good. Can you b- put that into a script? I'll pay you for that. Yada, yada, yada. Let's, let's, let's talk movie biz and make whatever that creative person put into, into play as a movie or a TV show, instead of just like, hey, you know what worked? Pirates. That, wor- that worked well. Even, <laughs> even even when they were stinkers, they worked really well. They made us a, a ton of money. People love Johnny Depp, so uh, let's just keep making these. And it's just like, no, explore new avenues, explore new things. I mean, do, do we really do we really care about this being no. rebooted? No. You know? No one cares. I, th- I think the, the big highlight for this is the fact that it's the Deadpool writers. And it's just like, yes. where's this going to go? Right? <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go. I've, I've only known them for Deadpool. So it'd be, I don't know if, if they're a one trick pony or if they do other genres or what. I honestly don't know, but it's just kind of like, and that's the highlight. That's the headline for everyone. It's just like, I've seen it in a couple different sites. It's like Disney, Disney hires Deadpool writers to tackle Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. And it's just like, oh, great. They're talking to these guys. I mean, they also wrote uh, Zombieland as well, which, which, which oh, was good. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. Again, another like lowbrow comedy. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, are we really going to reboot Pirates? I mean, the, the the ones that they were making beforehand were, were I mean, the first one was was good. We, we can all yeah. agree on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you awesome. know, the, the second one I, I like personally. No, I and then the third one, I think it's hard to fall off. And then like, oh, what, what was the last one? Like there was something with, with like a bank and like he know, was like, like Wasn't drifting. Javier Bardem in the last one? Yeah. Are you Ducks. sure you're not thinking of that other Johnny Depp movie where he robs a bank? <laughs> mob, all, every movie just now notice he, he he robs a bank in so many movies yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all those movies even Benny and June wait a minute wait oh a man minute. ridiculous they, 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 should, they should push this thing back just like Wonder Woman 84 yeah. has been pushed back till summer of 2020 Boo. now director uh, Pat, Patty Jenkins will have a few more months to polish this up uh, according to uh, Collider here the first story was exclusive from, from Deadline um, but it looks like uh, they are slated for June 5th, 2020. 
and they had <laughs> Gal Gadot getting on her social media saying that she's super excited to announce that thanks to the changing landscape, we're able to put Wonder Woman back to its rightful home June 5th, 2020. Be there or be square. Rightful home, please. Come on. So that sounds like some PR stuff to me. Yeah. I mean, do, do we think it's because there's some other stuff happening in the DC universe with I, whatever the hell's I, I going on? I think they're going to wait and see how Shazam does mm. and like gauge it from there. I, I think they also maybe want some distance in case Shazam is a stinker. They don't want to be. How can it here. be, though? <laughs> I don't know. Those fake muscles. I'm still not buying it. I buy I the tone. It. I don't buy that. I don't. Not for a I second. Really I it. hate them. They're stupid. Like, come on. We're, we're better than that. You can keep that tone. Get rid of those fake muscles. One roll. I mean, this is just this is a move. I think the distance from Shazam. Here's a, apparently there's an update from the Warner Brothers, uh, the president of domestic distribution, Jeff Goldstein. We had tremendous success releasing the first Wonder Woman film during the summer. So when we saw an opportunity to take advantage of the changing competitive landscape, we did. This movie lands the film exactly where it belongs. So they're just like, this was planned all along. <laughs> it wasn't. You liar. You You're not Marvel. Liar. You guys are not Marvel. Like, stop. Like, Your like, pants stop. are on fire. Or, or I yeah. wonder if they're just going to try to reboot Wonder Woman now. Speaking of reboots. Oh, my God. Right? And it's like, <laughs> really? This is Wonder Woman 1984. And that's why Steve Trevor's still alive. It's like, oh, come on. I don't know. Oh, imagine? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't That would be that. so dumb because the first movie is so good. and it's Right. But like the, D totally the rest of the tethered. DCEU is absolute garbage. I think it's so funny. They're just like, yep, this was planned all along. Uh, it's in its rightful place now in summer of 2020. Well, let's 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 do it, guys. Let's just delay this thing further. And uh, everyone's still hyped for it. It's like, mm. come on. If you do this thing any further, no one's... I mean, people are going to go see this anyway. People are going to go see but, it. I'll, uh, I'll go see it. I'll be cautious about it. Oh, definitely. But, but like, yeah. DC just needs to get its act together. I mean, they yeah. really need to come together. I mean, we got a lot of people out there who are rooting for DC because every time someone mentions Marvel and how well they're doing, they're called a Marvel shill. Which is not true. I mean, people generally like Marvel and what they've been doing. I mean, and we like, can't like, forget the DC stands who are just the worst. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, Absolutely. if you defend Batman versus Superman or Justice League, oh I don't man, know. Yeah, I got I into an argument with somebody the other day who who actually enjoyed those movies, and I'm like, wow, you're you're mm -hmm. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Natural selection somehow missed you and kept you alive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Survival of the fittest is no longer a thing. If you were back in the day, a lion would have eaten you. Mm -hmm. But, uh, no, it would have been a rat because they would have been too dumb to stop it from gnawing at their ankles. There it is. Just so many dumb people are still because yeah. we live in a serialized society. Yeah. In any case, uh, move right along here on on a lighter, maybe a lighter note. I, I don't know with this story. Well, here's a better segue. Speaking of things no one asked for. Speaking <laughs> of things no one asked for, the, the incredibly popular uh, manga and anime, My Hero Academia, is going to become a live action film thanks to legendary. Now, <laughs> there's there's no casting yet. There mm -hmm. was a rumor of The Rock Dwayne Johnson being casted as All Might. But uh, that has not been confirmed. I'd be okay. Finally, The Rock has come back to Detroit Smash. Or at the end of the, the, the anime, United States of Smash. <laughs> So I was like, United States, man. That was amazing. So good. I mean, I, I I love I love the anime. It's so funny to hear this story be, be told from like certain outlets that don't normally report on anime and certain things like that. So they're talking about it because it's popular. I wanted to bring it up because because I know like we are fans of anime. Yeah. And they're just like, so throwing it to the table. Anybody uh, watch this thing? Know what it's about? Uh, interested? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. 
Good job. Yeah. But uh, in any case, um, I mean, oh, man, animes turned into live action are always so damn terrible. I heard the Bleach one isn't bad on Netflix. I haven't, so I'm like, well, I don't watch Bleach. I just started, so I've been mm-hmm. like shying away from it. But I've been hearing it's fairly faithful, and well, it's actually well, a good. Do, you know, pull pull your punches on that one because yeah. the uh, the Death Note movies in Japan are are okay. Yeah, and the Phoenix Wright movie was okay. I heard the Death Note ones in Japan were garbage. That's what I heard. No, I, I, I saw one that was all right. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, didn't there, watch there, it. There's, there's been a few, and I saw one that, that was all right. But the Netflix one, woo! Yeah, Damn, Full Metal was, was hot shit though. <laughs> that was oh, oh boy. Yeah. Are you saying hot shit in a negative way or a positive way? The, it's a steaming dumpster fire. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Are you saying yeah. frog protection or fraud protection? <laughs> Are you saying beads or bees? Beads or beads? beads? Are you saying the gothic castle or the gothic castle? <laughs> yeah. No, they usually look very interesting. Like anime uh, live action movies, they, in my experience, have been a horrible, horrible, horrible mistake whenever they happen. And it sucks, too, because this day and age, we have great technology to make these things look like fantastic, marvelous mm. things up on screen. But then you talk about putting anime to live action. It's like, ah, I don't know. I mean, like, who, who would you guys cast as the main as the main protagonist, uh, Midoriya? And who would you cast as uh, All Might? I have no idea for Midoriya. I like The Rock a lot. I do like The choice. Rock for, for All Might, too. I think, like, we're kind of talking about... Well, what, what about John Cena no. for All Might? No. No. No, I mean with the blonde hair and everything sticking out. I, I think John Cena would be great for uh, the second greatest hero. What the hell is his name? Oh, Genist. oh, um, Endeavor. Endeavor. I actually like Endeavor over All Might. He's so damn cool looking. Endeavor and he's so is just so full of himself. I love it. I fucking love. It. <laughs> I haven't seen. I say we just cast the entire WWE roster. Well, yeah, sure. Ex- I mean, except for um, I don't know anyone's name. This Sir Raps a lot over there. Mr. Uh, Vincent Valentine, who's not Vincent Valentine, the er- eraser head, eraser head. Oh, eraser head, eraser head. Oh. You get like you get someone that's like kind of creepy looking for that. Let's just say Johnny Depp, Johnny Jake Depp. J- or like Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. Anyway, Toby for Maguire. uh for for um, uh, Midoriya, maybe one of the kids from Stranger Things. Maybe I feel like that's such a cop out though for casting because it's like, oh, like I need a kid because they're kids and they're good. Here. I need a it's, good child actor. How about the only actor. four that How about exist? Those, apparently, give me those, <laughs> give me those kids from Stranger Things. Stranger Things or it, and you know one of those like, is interchangeable. In <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of those is they're all interchangeable. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, this could be good or it could be bad. I'm I'm banking on they're not going to nail it. No, so, I'm yeah, on I'm board just, no I'll matter what. I. That show has like blown every expectation out of the water for it's me. It's so damn good. It rose like the cream rising to the top. Uh, my favorite anime of all time. Nice. Bar none. But yeah. it would kind of have to be. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things no one saw coming, Luke Cage is now canceled. Uh, this was probably uh, considered one of the better of the Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe series. It comes with great shock that they went ahead and pulled the plug on this one. Last week, we talked about Iron Fist being canceled. So now it's going to be one or two things, in my opinion. Heroes for Hire combo show. Well, I wasn't going to lead with that. Well, you got to lead with that. That's the only thing that's possible. They're not just going to leave it dead. Or Disney, or they're going to get moved over to Disney. I think I think the, the the Disney thing is what's happening. I th- see. Like I'm I'm kind of up in the air. My first thought was Disney, and then uh, especially for like Iron Fist. But they mm-hmm. haven't announced the cancellation of Daredevil yet. They haven't announced the cancellation of yeah. Jessica Jones. So like, 
Heroes for Hire seems... I mean, like, when you really think about it, for me, the highlight of season two of Luke Cage was when Danny showed up for me. Because it, yeah. it was just really fucking cool. Like, they got the cool, like, power duo going on. The Danny combo moves. Actually, the combo moves. That team, that, that team up was great. And, like, and Danny didn't have a chance to mope around either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so he was more, he was, he was, he was a lighthearted character. I love the dynamic between, uh, between Danny and Luke Cage. Like, like Luke Cage is just like, Dragons, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, that's the thing, too, is like they started changing Danny in that second season of Luke Cage mm-hmm. for the better. And, you know, with with uh, on Danny, when Luke shows up or they reference Luke or anything, like, it's just like, I love this. This is great. Just keep this going. Why are we stopping? So we'll see ultimately what, what happens. Nothing yet. Um, obviously, I think, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think Disney's definitely pulling everything for, for their service. They're like, all right, we need to get everything all Ducks in a row. So when this thing launches, we're coming out with a bang. Like, guess what, everybody? All those shows you liked, they're now going to be here and brand yeah. new. So well, it's like, let's cancel all of them, wipe the slate clean, maybe bring back the actors or whatever. But hey, it's going to be here, Disney streaming service. If they cancel something else next week, I'm, that's what it is. I'm, you can't tell me otherwise. But if they don't, then I think maybe Heroes for Hire is going on. I don't know. Mm. Ultimately, we'll we'll kind of have to see. Um, something I really do want to see, though, coming up is they have, have, and have a new voice for the Joker in the Harley Quinn animated, uh, I think it's series or movie that's coming up. Uh, they announced Penny from Big Bang Theory as the voice of Harley, and she sounds pretty good. Uh, Joker will be voiced by none other than Alan Tudyk. Which I think think is a pretty good choice. I could, yeah, that's, yeah that's I could casting. buy that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, anything Alan Tudyk for me, I'm there. I'm watching. Yeah, I was gonna skip this movie, but now that he's in there, I guess I'll, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was gonna skip it too. Like, uh, I love their their trailer for New York Comic Con. They're like, uh, where it was like Poison Ivy and yeah. Holly, like, and they're talking to each other. They're like, oh, do we need to make something so dark, whatever? Because that's the DC thing to do. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, that's great. And then, and then the same studio makes Titans. <laughs> <laughs> this well, the same it's company. Like, it's too Titans. like on the nose here. It's like we're making oh, fun yeah. of things that are too dark and gritty, and it's like, well, that's like the low hanging fruit. Of course, you're gonna be doing it because no one fucking likes it. Of course, you're gonna make mm. fun of that. Um, I don't know. I wasn't too thrilled with that trailer. I mean, the voice sounds fine. Like she, I think she does, does a good jo- yeah. job as the voice, and that was mainly what I was watching it for. Uh, and also, my whole thing is like, Tara Strong is still there. Like, why not cast her? Like, why, I, I like, why do we need d- different Harley Quinns? I wonder if they're trying to move away from the Bruce Tim stuff a little bit because like, everyone that's going to be the masterpiece, right? Mm. All the way from Batman the Animated Series through Justice League Unlimited. Like, that's just one giant fucking story. And it's wonderful. Um, or, or else, yeah, also but that was it, that was Arlene Sorkin the whole time. Oh, Tara Strong has only been doing it. I thought Tara was towards the end of there. Tara in she voices Batgirl in New Batman Adventures. You're right, that's what it is. Yep. Mm. Um, but Arlene Sorkin did all of Harley through the beginning of Batman the Animated Series up through when she shows up in Justice League a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, the Arkham games, I think, is when Tara started doing it the oh, first right. time. Yeah, but he, so that's I, still. I mean, that's like what twelve years. I wonder. I wonder if if Tara Strong is like too expensive now to, to 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 cast, and that's why they have all these different Harley Quinns. Because in that other movie too, it was the other girl from Big Bang Theory. Uh, well, what's her name? I keep forgetting her name. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Tara Strong there as well. Ah, uh, so it is 2011 Harley Quinn, uh, Arkham City. Okay. Wow. Not Arkham Asylum. Okay. Arkham City. I was this close. Really, City? That's uh, so what it says. Yeah. Arkham yeah. City. Hmm. I don't see Asylum on here at all. And then, oh, yeah, I don't think she's and in then, a, no, uh, Arkham City Lockdown. 
and then Ooh, Injustice. Okay. And then, like, she's pretty much been it. Hinden Walsh also did it for a while, too. Uh, yeah. She was Harley in the Suicide Squad movies and I think a couple other things. Yeah. So, so Harley's um, had a, a, a few, um, which is weird. I really... Because once you got Tara Strong in your pocket, you kind of stick with that. Yeah, it's it's always weird to me when they don't use Tara Strong. She is the quintessential... Ha ha, quintessential. Get yeah, it, everybody? Oh, playing at home. This guy. Yeah, uh, Harley Quinn, and everyone says so at every convention. She even mentions it, too. She's like, people say, you're my Harley, and when you hear someone different, it's like, nah, that's not her. It, it's the same thing with Batman, though. It's like, you just have to find the right person. Because you'll yeah. always have that, ooh, that's not Kevin Conroy. But then you, after mm -hmm. a while, you're kind of like, you're either like, you, you suck, or you're like, fine. That's it's okay. There's been some guys who've done some good jobs yeah. who aren't uh, Kevin What's Conroy. this? I can't remember his name, but um, I'll always say New Frontier. That guy is Batman. The first yeah. time, you're like, whoa. And then he says it at the second line, and you're like, I buy it. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, uh, Bruce Greenwood as well from Young Justice. I buy that, absolutely. Because he's been doing Yeah, he was good. Too. Yeah. And if you thought Alan Tudyk was the only Alan I was going to mention this week, you would be sorely mistaken. Uh, for those Alan Wake fans out there who know, and I think this is not a coincidence, that they're working on a live-action Alan Wake television series, um, the music rights for the Alan Wake game have been figured out, apparently, and the game is back for sale on Steam and the Xbox Marketplace. So if you have not, for whatever reason, gotten that yet, run and go get it. Uh, it is by far probably one of my favorite spooky games ever. And it's October. So, like, you know, just in time. Yeah. Other things on the marketplace uh, launching on iPhones and iPads everywhere, at least in America that I'm aware of. Uh, Stardew Valley is now available for you to play. It's $8, so it's not going to really break the bank. Uh, I ended up getting it. I actually prefer it to playing it on PC. The touch, really? the touch yeah, screen was... really lends itself. It makes the monotony of tending farm less monotonous. <laughs> which is wonderful. I don't have to be as precise. So I, I'm really a big fan of it. Uh, there are some slight bugs and stuff that I've encountered. I tried to name my farm and it wouldn't let me delete the enter name here for the first three times, which is fun. Uh, yeah. And also moving up or down a screen is a little annoying because if you have an iPhone 10 or above, you accidentally mm -hmm. go to the home screen every time because you swipe up from the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's fucking weird. Hopefully they'll, they'll remedy some of those issues. But other than that, looks great plays great besides that it's awesome uh if you do not want anything avengers 4 spoiled for you i would recommend plugging your ears and saying la 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 right right now uh, spoiler alert because the actor who plays crossbones has confirmed that he will be returning for avengers 4 what does it mean uh, for all the flashback yeah well i think it's a little more than that um for those of you who are keeping score of death tolls before Infinity War, uh, you would not be mistaken to think that Crossbones shouldn't be there anymore because he's dead. He got blown up. Dead as fuck. Dead as fuck. Uh, what he, the, the actor who played him said in an interview that there will be a time travel element in Avengers 4, which kind of makes sense with all of the uh, original Avengers we've been seeing in their old school costumes. So that that isn't really too too much of a surprise. Uh, yeah. So it's what everyone's been been seeing and uh, yeah. and speculating, like having seen those photos of, of like the original costumes from the first Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. It's just like, ooh, there's a time element here because mm -hmm. we got we got Ant Man, we got Captain Marvel. There has to be some kind of time space continuum thing going down. Yeah. And it looks like it's been confirmed. Yeah. I mean, they have the time stone running around there too. So like, you know, mm -hmm. it makes sense. 
when asked if he would get in trouble for divulging this information, um, he was just like, "What? Are they, they can't fire me. I'm never going to come back. <laughs> That's what he said. That's a man with nothing to lose. Yeah. And a man yeah, with nothing yeah. to lose is a so, dangerous man. Take that for what it is. It could He could be lying and just be angry and want to throw fake news out there. I don't know, but I just thought that was very interesting. Uh, the actor who played him. I, I just love like the, the little bit of like salt in here too. He's yeah. just like, you know, I'm not coming back. My Who character's cares? done. I already fuck. You know what I mean? Like, what are they going to well, do? And like, it's just like, uh, I, I love it. Someone uh, has said that it may like just because of his age, because he is getting older. So maybe he just doesn't want to be crossbones anymore. Look how old you've become. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, things that I am unsure of currently: Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans, like the OG Cartoon Network cartoon. Animated movie is confirmed for 2019. Oh my god, oh. they're having—I love it. They're having a field day with their own IP. So they should have called it Crisis on Infinite Titans. That'd be awesome, and they could have—I love it. It's—it's it's like meanwhile, but back in DC animated, they're like having fun, making good stories and shit. It's like, oh, let's do OG Titans and Teen Titans Go. I, I like that because they did an episode like that. Yeah, you know, like not them versing each other, but the, but the Teen Titans Go getting a glimpse of how they used to look. And I was just like, wow, are they allowed to do this? Okay, yeah. I guess so. But yeah, actually having a what's it, it's going to be a movie. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a movie. Uh, there's no other details that they've really said. Uh, I'm down. So we'll ultimately kind of see what happens. The only way I care about this is if they finally they, they just have Red X and they pull off his helmet and they go, "It's been him all along." The end. No, and he's got another mask oh. on. Oh my god! <laughs> they they double mask, down on the mask, Batman. Why would you do anything like that? Uh, so they oh. literally had Deathstroke disguised as a woman like in an impossible fashion in Teen Titans Go! the movie. They oh will completely God. screw you on Red X and you know it. Mm. How was that movie? I heard it was good. It was so good. Mm. I'm actually a little disappointed we didn't cover it here. It was it was on mm. the docket at some point, but there's other things came up. Yeah. That's what happened. But I, I this is what I'm most excited to talk about. I have no idea why. I'm just I'm feeling very giddy. Uh, maybe it's because I used to work there. GameStop... E. Thinks you're an idiot with their new deal. That's my headline. I'm sticking to it. Oh, so right yeah. now on the salt on is so much salt. Uh, although I do look back on working there with fond memories until I remember the minutia. I was like, Ugh. anyways, minutia. There's a deal going on right now where if you trade in a switch towards a new switch, they will give you two hundred dollars for your existing switch. Now, for those of you who are scratching their heads and have the exact same what? look that Surge has on his face right now, uh, GameStop uh, commented that they are trying to reach the people who have an existing Switch and maybe want to upgrade to one of the limited edition uh, Switches, like the Smash Bundaroo. Smash Bundaroo, Pokemon Smash Bundaroo. Uh, they mentioned specifically the Diablo bundle. Which is mm. literally, besides the stickers that go on the stand, just the gray switch. And for those of you uh, who are trying to add the math together, let me do this for you. The Diablo bundle is $360, $360 plus tax, whatever your tax rates are in states, right? If they give you $200, you'll figure, well, you know what? I'm just kind of paying for Diablo. No, you're paying an extra $100 for Diablo. At least. So it's not really worth it. And I don't know what who they're trying to fool. Uh, when this deal first posted, some people were like, ooh, maybe like because they're talking about a new Switch. Maybe like a new version, a new model, whatever. No, that's not confirmed or anything yet. So that's just 
I think it's just funny. Like, what are you doing, GameStop? It sounds so stupid and a slap in the face. I was looking at a lot of those uh, accoutrements that they're selling for your Switch, like yeah. the uh, the new NES themed pads for like the virtual console oh, yeah. stuff. That's, that's great. That's exclusive good, that's good to Club yeah. Nintendo people. Yeah. And then you look on something like Etsy, right? And you got these people making all these like cool like attachable plates and stuff, so you can mm. make your Switch look like a mm. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like, if you're planning on trading in your Switch for one of these gimmick ones that are exactly the same. <laughs> big mistake yeah. i could understand if it was like a like a switch mini or you know a switch mark ii you know like the tiny playstation or whatever that they sold or the slim ps2 stuff like that where it's really kind of worth it to trade in your stuff but yeah it's too it's too fresh i mean hasn't it only been out for a year yeah, like if if that yeah, I think I think a year. And also like uh, it's just the regular Switch. It doesn't come with like any cool looking like stuff with it. There's not like extra it's not like enhanced anyway, like longer battery life or or you know, enhanced like hardware or software or whatnot. It's just pretty much aesthetics. And there are companies, whole companies, um I, I want, like there's like some like just like Nintendo YouTubers like all that's all they talk about. They have uh these companies they link out to who do like custom made switches and they look really damn cool. And you can get your own personalized like, like switch so like why would you and it's not and it's not going to cost you that much right you know yeah so i don't know well i don't know what gamestop is doing here or who they're trying to get or yeah yeah i agree with the uh, sisal ghetto guy adam and chat like gamestop is bugging they can kick rocks with that yeah. like i don't know i mean somebody somewhere has to be like oh well oh, that's interesting this is gonna be a good deal whoa i mean personally i would love like 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 a zelda like like gold edition mm. you know like a mm. switch or something like that but i'm good with my switch right now also mario party was recently released yeah yeah, it, yeah. It's one of those. Uh, GameStop has been rumored to be kind of hurting for a while now. Even when I was working there, they're like, oh, they're really hurting. And um, I'm not going to say too, too much, but like, I know that they've done some structural changes in terms of how they pay certain employees, which is like mm -hmm. really starting to hurt, I think. Um, then the whole Best Buy and Amazon doing 20% off for those couple of years that they were doing it must have really, really sucked. Because I know, like, oh, yeah. I'm ordering um, Red Dead for 20% off right now. And even if it comes in a couple of days late, like, I still save 14, 12, 14 bucks. Get the mm -hmm. fuck out of here. Of course I'm going to go. Why would I go to GameStop? Why would I ever do yeah. that? So it's one of those things. Uh, so let's just kind of dive right into the main topic why we're all here. And if you're listening and enjoying the news talk and have not seen season three of Daredevil yet, this is your spoiler warning. I know we don't do it often, so when we do it, you better listen to it. Uh, if you do not want to be spoiled for the rest of Daredevil season three, I'd recommend you go watch it and then come back and listen to us. Or you know what? Main topic. You know what? If you don't care about it, just, just listen all the way through. It's fine. Um, Daredevil season three. You turn on your TV. You boot up Netflix. You're watching the intro movie. What's going on in your mind? I forgot all this stuff. Now. <laughs> it's been a while. I was just like, oh, thank God for Netflix's catch up. Right? I love it. You know, they're just like, <laughs> like last time on Daredevil. <laughs> love it. But uh, Matt yeah, Murdock, like hotshot New York lawyer with some serious internal problems. <laughs> the Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, only knows Wilson Fisk, and they haven't sent the Kingpin really much yet. Uh, he's doing a bunch of business. Matt Murdock's put him behind bars. And yeah, don't bars, forget, eh? Cora is the Avatar. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, lo I love how they have, like, they, they did it for Clone Wars, they did it for, like, Cora. I was like, what? Are we going to do this voice for everything now? Yes. <laughs> All the things. Oh, man. 
I love it. But uh, yeah, like uh, going into the season, I was I was ready because the trailer looked really damn hype. Especially I love uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin. Mm. I couldn't imagine a better person mm -hmm. to play the Kingpin. He really gets into it, and he is just so maniacally he's believable. A, he's it's a big so giant good. baby man, and I love it, dude. So good, dude. Like at New York Comic Con when they were at the at the live stage, like there was like everyone was just packed in as tightly as they could just to see all the actors come up on stage. And as soon as they sat down, people were like, "All right, what's up?" And then everyone just lost their mind and went crazy. I was like, "Damn, people love this series. I think it's the better one out of Netflix's Marvel lineup." Oh yeah. I think it does a really good job uh, with, with all the different themes. Uh, production value is amazing. They love themselves. Their corridor fight scenes. It's as if they watch the movie Old Boy. They're like, ooh, corridor fight scenes are fun. Let's do those from now on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just uh, and just the way they, they go through uh, the story, I really, really like. So going into it, I was hyped for it. Yeah. Yeah. For, I, I completely forgot everything that had happened. It's, it's been too long. Like when we're used to every year kind of deal, I'm, I was just like, what happened? I remember what happened to Defenders, but what happened after the Punisher? Because all a blur. Um, well, nothing nothing major with Daredevil happened. Karen yeah. Page is a hotshot new reporter for the Daily Bulletin, and yeah. that's about it. And Foggy has a hot girlfriend. Yeah, Foggy's got a that. hot girlfriend, and Karen really loves guns now. Yeah. She yeah. loves it. She yeah. loves guns. The whole Foggins girlfriend thing, I, I don't believe. It's it's just so odd. Are you kidding me? He was in I the Mighty it. Ducks. I believe he's he's a Bash brother. <laughs> was he? Yeah. What? He's the, what? He's yeah. the what? OG Bash brother. He's the OG Bash brother. <laughs> he's the first what? one. How yeah. can't believe it now? Well, it's because like they made him look so big, and he's probably like just a big yeah. kid in general, and now he's so short and like squat. Like, it, it, mm. I can I can believe people who were just like I don't know that, but I look at his face. I remember him as Bash brother. I remember him from Idle Hands. Remember that hit. Seth oh Green my comedy. god, I it. We're really dating doing? ourselves here on this show. Yeah, we are. That's fine. We're all old, including you, Casey. I remember Blockbuster. Uh, for me, I was like, I was really excited going into this. It was like, you know what? Iron Fist was fine season two, but like, this is why we're here. Everything else is just a pastime in between Daredevil seasons. And Netflix fucking knows it. You, you damn right oh, yeah. they know it. So I was really, it was really excited. Not too overhyped because, you know, those blunders that we had along the way, but I was really, really pumped. Um, Quite a few blunders. Yeah. Some say too many blunders. Too many. Uh, would you would you say people need to watch everything else, like uh, Defenders, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, to watch this? Like, well, let's say someone only watches Daredevil. Do you think they should you would, jump in? You would need to watch Defenders. You think so? Yeah, man. Yeah. Why? Why There's do you, a whole thing with ninjas underground and the culmination of the Electra story and Matt getting buried under a fucking building. And Stick Dying? Was that season two or is that Defenders? I don't know. No, that, yeah. Stick yeah. Dying and Defenders too. Yeah. That was a thing. And especially because because the beginning of the season ends off with the whole building and everything. I mean, it, it starts with like why he why he's alive and everything, him coming out like onto the shore and just being distraught from a building being dropped on him. And it kind of shows him like going through the water and this guy finding him and him telling him, bring me to, to the church. But like if, and all if that. you didn't see it realistically, you could just assume that, Oh, he got into a fight and got his ass whooped. Yeah. There, there, there is like they did do this this season as if uh, if you're new to Daredevil, you can just hop right in here. Yeah. I, I do agree because there, you don't really need to know much because the characters kind of explain themselves and who they are, mm. and and uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's like like an episode of Game of Thrones or a season of Game of Thrones where you need to know everything going into this one. I I, I was thinking that watching it, like oh yeah, like this is a, its own story. 
you know it is a continuation i think for the very like like front of it mm-hmm. like the first uh like the first like maybe one or two episodes even just the first episode yeah. and the rest of it is its own story yeah. it's its own standalone thing it, it's telling you here's where we are now here's where we're going Let, let's get on this ride yeah, it, I found that a very interesting direction for it to go to because like mm-hmm. a lot of I was thinking about like when I went to go see Ant-Man and Wasp with Emily where I was just like she doesn't know any of these references and I asked her about that afterwards and you can you know reference the podcast for the full story uh, for that particular yeah. episode but she, I had said like did you understand any of that and she was like no but like I just assumed it was something I didn't know and I just like my brain was just like alright let's move on and it's like that's an interesting <laughs> way to go about it because that's the opposite because I'm just like pause that movie projectionist I, 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 pause yeah. I gotta go watch yes. all the other things. There's no way I can live my life like yeah. that. Like I need to know like what's going on. Like, like I had a coworker who hadn't seen the majority of Marvel movies, and she, but she wanted to go see Infinity War. Well, she wanted to see Black Panther, and then and then Infinity War because uh, you know it was a bee's knees because Infinity War was coming out. Yeah. She saw Black Panther and she was like, "Oh, do I need to see anything else going against Infinity War?" I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, you Fucking do. Fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, who, Come on. who is this person? It, it was a coworker of mine. Oh, and uh, yeah. she normally has like good days and stuff, but she's like, oh, it just wasn't interested. Because she felt like uh, from the outside looking in that those movies and going into uh, what we're talking about here with uh, Netflix's Daredevil, that you needed to be up on everything in order to enjoy and understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Marvel has a way of doing that, but it's enjoyable. You know, it's not just for like the nerdiest of like, you know, glasses pushing up nerds. Like it's accessible to, to everyone. And I think they do a really good job of doing that. So even if like you haven't seen other um, uh, Daredevil seasons, I think you can come to this one and just like assume like, okay, he, he's crawling out of the water. Something happened to mm-hmm. him, you know, like uh, and, and even if you just turn off the first time, Netflix will have that recap. So they'll show you all that stuff and you'll see that building falling down on him. You see a bunch of other people. Maybe you'll recognize them as you know some of the defenders, and then the show kind of picks up and yeah. with the whole church and everything, and you can get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, uh, I skipped the trailers on this one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all my anticipation, I I went in blind, yeah. as would uh. be extremely appropriate for this. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I didn't need the recap either. I mean, I've rewatched Daredevil season one and two, and Defenders. Oh, at least three times by now, so wow. I've got it pro. Yeah, it's good. It's the only stuff really worth rewatching. Maybe Jessica Jones one. Yeah. Uh, yeah also, yeah, yeah. No need to see two. No, not no, really. No need. Uh, yeah. And Luke Cage is fine. It's not yeah. amazing, but it's fine. I agree. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was it. So like, I had all this stuff kind of already somewhat fresh in the brain. Uh, so I was ready to just hop in. All right. Well, nice. well, since you're already talking, why don't you summarize what happened this season? Well, I also did man. a lot of reading in preparation for this, but I'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, so this season, we see Matt rescued by a whole gang of nuns who were the same nuns. Why is it a gang of nuns? What? What do you call a group of nuns? A gaggle? A gaggle of nuns? <laughs> I don't know. A herd? A group? <laughs> a convent of nuns. There you go. There's a whole convent of nuns that uh, takes the recovering Matt Murdock in, and it's the same nuns that raised him when he was uh, an orphan as a kid, uh, including Sister Maggie, who is a pretty vital role in this season as mm-hmm. sort of a surrogate mother, if you will. Mm. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> um, but Matt so spends funny. a lot of time recovering. He goes through that classic Marvel trope of, after something really traumatic goes wrong in the hero's life and he loses control of his powers, 
um, Fisk manages to weasel his way out of prison and starts manipulating the FBI and the NYPD and everybody under the sun. And he puts on that goddamn white suit. Yeah. Which we really needed. Love it. And they actually call him the kingpin. Yeah. They do. Like, and, like, and like they make it prevalent too. They're just like, we need to refer to him as this from now on. And yeah. it's just like, wow, dude. The like, descriptors I, I, for, I, I, for each episode were actually very clear about that too. Uh, especially for another character who shows up. Mm. My favorite Daredevil arch nemesis and yours, mm-hmm. Bullseye. Mm. Dude, yeah. so good. That actor was really good in this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they add a lot more depth to Bullseye in this show than he has in the comics. Um, but the underlying motivations are still there, where he is just a barely functional human being yep. who just <laughs> thrives on revenge. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And he yeah. uh, throws I, stuff. I, I, I love this story arc too because it kind of reminded me of Dexter, where he has this dark passenger, this dark need to like kill and stuff. And he had an instructor, someone who was his anchor, or they they call it something in the show, dark passenger. Who, yeah, well, no, not the dark passenger, like uh, the person who was an anchor, anchor like the, a center. Oh, the north star. You need to oh. you need to have someone who is your north star. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just like in Dexter, it was his dad who showed him like, oh, only kill bad people. But in this one, it's like suppress it become you know try to become uh, a good person wear wear a mask to try to try to uh, simulate to normal life you know get get a routine get a normal job like focus on like like cleaning things and stuff like that it was really interesting especially when uh things weren't going to ride well, weren't, weren't going his way and there was like a static noise that was in his head and he was just like i gotta i was like damn this is a really good villain like he is so properly unhinged like he can just turn on anyone and he's so damn skilled oh, yeah especially when they, when they bait and switch you where it's like oh he, he doesn't seem so bad he's got a girlfriend it's like no, he doesn't. Mm. <laughs> that is a woman that he well, stalks every day. <laughs> he's one of the, like so when, good. When I first saw uh, Ben. His name is Ben Poindexter. Ben Poindexter. Ben Poindexter. 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 Al- alias of Bullseye Dex. in the comics, not his actual name. Mm. But um, oh, oh wait, what's his name in the comics? Uh, his first name is Lester, and we do not know his mm. last name. Oh, so they completely changed it for the show. Yeah. Oh, they oh, they yeah. used one of his like working aliases. Like he lies to people. Oh, it's like, oh my name's Ben Poindexter. Definitely they, not a oh. fake name. They they changed <laughs> or like altered certain things. So like the whole baseball gotcha. scene was actually when he was older, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he played minor league ball. He, he played minor league ball, and he was oh wow, per- he was pitching a perfect game. And it's very similar to what happens in the show where it's headed Little League, it's just minor league. And he gets so angry. He doesn't kill his coach. He kills the guy at bat. Yeah. Oh, He wow. nails like, him right in the head. Someone unrelated. And that's how he gets his name because he says bullseye. And that's Damn. So, 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 so the, the show on Netflix is like, you know, it'd be even more dark <laughs> if he kills like his father I, figure like coach. I don't think that's more dark, though. I think it's just kind of like it's par for I think the, it's I think it's par for the court. Like he kills a random guy. Just like the 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 not random, but like the, the first guy he sees is like you're fucking dead. I'm angry. You're dead. Mm. To me, that's more unhinged than killing this person who's responsible for it, yeah. even if it's a father yeah, figure like, or not. Well, yeah, the father figure person, the person he actually yeah. like uh, he he felt something for and he was close to and he was told to after the um, yeah. Well, no, no, no. The the, the shrink the shrink well, was he, after. Like, but... He also doesn't feel. These are he all kills, acts. He kills small animals in that classic mm-hmm. he, yeah, like serial killer, killer kind of. I, I yeah. think a, a lot of like, and it's easy to do because the actor does such a good job with it. He doesn't Dude, actually have job. feelings other than rage. 
everything that you see him caring for and things like that, he's made up in his own mind. He's he's a psychopath. Yeah, like, and I love I love when the when the, the the psychologist therapist person was just like, um, you know, like, oh, if 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 I had a cat that died or blah blah blah, like, what what would you say? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, well, you would say, oh, that's hard, blah blah blah. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, that sounds really hard. And she goes, oh, that's good. You put a really in there, and then he just kept saying that throughout. It's the just, show it becomes it his mantra, and it's so it be- sick. It, it's so it's so sick i love it he goes oh i'm sorry that sounds really hard and it's like you know he's saying it because he doesn't actually feel it but he was taught that mm-hmm. i'm like I, I love that oh man the, the only critique i have on bullseye is the fact that he never actually dons the bullseye yeah, yeah. but they do and something looks way cool better but like the the don't tell me don't say the ending is way better because like that was my biggest gripe like We'll get to it, but I was just like, I watched that. I was like, really? Are you fucking well, kidding me? Uh, so, so still spoiling things. Bullseye is an FBI agent as an adult. Yes. He overcomes this. Well, I wouldn't say overcomes, but he manages his childhood trauma with his therapist, uh, and he finds a job that gives him structure. But he's still masking this these violent tendencies in his mm-hmm. work. When he debuts, he's just taking out these gunmen who have even surrendered. Um, just totally malicious. And when his job starts to fall apart, he starts to become more unhinged. And it gets to the point where under Fisk's um, employment, he dons a fake Daredevil costume. And he impersonates Daredevil for the pretty much the rest of the show. Which I would have been fine with if it was like a half the show. Yeah. Like I was waiting for mm. Matt to redon that outfit and then... Yes. And then Ben grabbed the man in black outfit, but cut in eye holes because, you know, he's not fucking blind. Right. <laughs> and that's how and maybe like at the very end, paint the bullseye symbol on there because that was when he first killed a human being. So it has some sort of mm. meaning because like when he was playing Little League, that was their logo was the bullseye symbol on their hats. Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Like they showed that like they're all wearing the bullseye hat. I was like, oh, just do that. Like, there's your fucking aim. Yeah, those are my grabs too, that that like Matt Murdock's running around as Daredevil, but in 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 his black, whatever, like like the whole I, like Spider Man, I made this thing kind of I, thing. Well, he, and, like, not he brings it up in that, that he he doesn't he doesn't feel like the suit represents who he is anymore. Right. I, I know I know like that that's that's what they scripted for, for the show for it to make sense, but just as like someone who is looking to watch a superhero show, I wanted him to be I didn't care. I wanted him to be in the red suit. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I didn't mind that they did the whole thing with like with like bullseye donning yeah. it and the reason why. Like I, I didn't mind that, but I was just like, Man, he's in this black suit thing a lot. Like I like not, I not really, really like that black thing. Suit, I, I'd rather have been in the in the in the red suit the whole I time. I love that black suit though. I love it. Like I didn't care. Like I, I was actually I was very conflicted to be honest with you, because uh, I am a bit of a purist too, where I'm like, man, like he's got it. He's Matt Murdock. He's Daredevil. He's got to wear that suit. And I know they gave the reason why he's not doing it. And they went out of their way to make sure that it actually fit for the character and the story and the way, mm-hmm. like the based on the events. But man, that fucking suit looks so cool. It's, it's just like down to the earth. Like he's on the ground. Just and the like, fact that he has like all the grip tape on his hands it's like a Muay Thai the, thing. The fucking the, the, the Muay Thai thing w- w- was the cool. The jump I, I rope like around his hand. Oh man, the that's jump just rope. Cool. <laughs> that's just cool. It just looks real. It's intimid. It's more intimidating than the Daredevil suit, in my opinion. Absolutely not. No, Absolutely you, you not. The, the red Daredevil suit is so much more badass and crazy looking. No, you if You're you right. if you encounter a dude whose eyes are you can't see his eyes at all. 
they're just like he's blindfolded and he's got that these to you, giant blind, blind mitts that are just like his hands are just look huge from the jump rope that he's using to like make sure he doesn't break his goddamn hands on people and he's draped all in black and he's just bloodied i'm running yeah just covered in blood and tried blood that you're sure is Probably almost definitely not just his. <laughs> if anyone's coming at you covered in blood already, you're like, hey, man. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. Hold off. But but if you live in this world and if you heard of, of Daredevil, like people are hearing of Batman. Right. You know, if you hear of Daredevil, like the the, the devil of hell's kid. Yeah, I also like this that guy, they, they and, said, and you see this guy jump down from a wall, like dressed in black with a thing on him. You're just like, who, who the hell are you, guy? But if you see someone jump down in like this like red devil looking suit, you're like, oh, shit, you're the like, devil of hell's kid. I've heard of you. Yeah. Oh, crap, dude. You're the guy who like beats people the F up. Like like you take down whole like gangster warehouses. Like you go after people with guns and, and, you're, and you're coming after me. Holy crap. But if you see like... Like a guy coming out in all black with a thing over his head, you're just like, who the hell are you? I don't man? know, but like he also you, you know he started his career in that suit, so there are probably like people who are like thugs who know that suit more than the Daredevil suit, because realistically, yeah, they only have one season of him in that in that suit. Yeah, but like, do, do the thugs really put it together? Because in any like like Batman thing, like, oh, it's Batman! Oh my god! And like they have like, the most it's mundane the conversations. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't it's know. the bat. I, yeah. I think that's more intimidating the black suit, but. I think, I think like, red, I, like, especially that like I, I really like what they did with, with the red suit yeah. like it looks oh, it, looks, it looks realistic it looks, it looks really, really damn cool because because you see like the like even like the, the best paintings mm. of uh of, of the comic book thing it's, it's all it's all like a onesie like a flash looking thing it doesn't really have these like ballistic pieces Kevlar pieces on it and I really like what, what they did yeah. with it and I wanted to see that more but I did like what they did with bullseye yeah. donning it and him just killing people and using like the the batons he has mm. to just like throw them at people and just like nail them in the forehead and like instantly kill. I was like Yo, like that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like that's really when he's got all those crime bosses at the table, and the one dude is like, "Nah, I'm not dude. doing that." It's just like thwip, mm. and he just bam hits the that, table. Like, that first oh, scene like, when you first see dude. Bullseye, and you don't even see him. You see uh, Kingpin looking out upside down from the car, and just dudes falling, and he's ricocheting bullets. He's like dude. doing a better job at the ricocheting bullets than the movie wanted. Wanted <laughs> you in that movie? <laughs> Bullseye like can movie. curve the bullets. It's he just curves like, the bullets. He's literally just ricocheting everything, and I love that. Like it throws Matt off when he first encounters him because he's just like you, you can tell he knows where he is, and then he gets hit like on the head on his right. He's like, "Where did you?" Why? The, did yeah, the I love that he was he like throwing him the roll? <laughs> Like he like bounces it off the wall. It doesn't even hurt him, but it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I love how confused Matt was too. He was like, "What? There's no way that came from that guy. What the hell?" And then he kept doing. It. He was like, "How is he doing?" It took him a good couple episodes to figure out that he's ricocheting things too. That was so. And 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 it was it was done so well too. Like him just like his concentration, just like looking at something real quick, throwing it at it, and it's, it just oh, banking off. And the camera just quickly cutting over. It was just it was Sometimes so well done. Sometimes he didn't even have to look. He's like, yeah. Oh, it. it was so good. It's okay, yeah. Like at one point, like he, like he, he looks at someone, looks away, and then throws a, a, a gun that's empty. Yeah, and the person yeah. hits him right at in the, the FBI yeah. chief. Yeah, yeah, so good. So fucking good. Um, I want to talk about uh, Wilson Fisk for a moment and kind of oh. the symbolism behind his clothes, because he does wear the white suit, but it's not fully white until the very end when he gets married. Yeah, right? mm. and I thought that was particularly interesting because they made a point where there's like. He's now all in white. And they panned out for what seemed 10 minutes. And I'm sure it was like four mm -hmm. seconds. But it seemed like a really long time. Um, 
And something that we learned about Vanessa, for those of you who don't remember her, that's the woman Vanessa. that is just obsessed with, uh, what is she, a curator for an art gallery? And yep. they're yeah. just naturally drawn to each other. And you don't, you're not really sure why, because she seems just like, she's kind of like a snob at first, but like, you know, she's like a beautiful foreign woman. So like, generally, I have found those to be snobs. In, in she's movies. a very high class woman. Yeah. Snobby. Like her bar for romantic interests is set very high. Yeah. And then we find out in this season why they're so attracted to each other. And she is just as fucked as he is. She's actually, I would say, more so than he yeah. is. Uh, queen pin. Yeah. Queen, hey. queen pin. There's, there's a scene where they're talking about, there was an FBI agent, Ray Nadim, I think his name was. And this yeah. poor guy just Nadim. gets fucked every step of the way. Oh, man. Every it was interesting, like, following this guy for the majority of, of the season. Yeah. I mean, he, God, like, he was trying to hold his family together. Like, his wife is just being such a huge dick. When you first see him, you're just like, you poor. He's bankrupt when you first see him. He won't get the promotion because of the bankruptcy that he's going through. Like, it's, it's just like this this poor guy and then you think he's just gonna fuck everyone over and then you know it turns out he's a pretty good guy and then it, he his death is ordered by vanessa not by kingpin which is very interesting because kingpin was like yeah no, he's discredited whatever let him worry about his own little life and they were fine and vanessa's like actually he's a threat and he's like and kingpin's like yeah wouldn't it be easier to eliminate the threat? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, queen pin, queen pin. Right? And like him behind her and her in front of the monitors. I was like, yeah, what the fuck's going on? And like, I never really considered that moment. And they talk mm. about how you find the right person who fits in with your broken pieces. And after that scene is when he's donning all white. So for me, that little bit, of, which is interesting, it's kind of it's a good uh, visual contrast from Matt Murdock, who's wearing black this whole season with a little bit of white yeah. under the blindfold. And Kingpin is wearing mostly white with a black vest. And that I think that black vest for him is holding on to that little bit of good that he has, that little bit of just like, I'm not a complete villain yet. And then he just full Darth Vader's it. He's just well, like, and, and then let's not forget that they both just got completely covered in blood in that last episode, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. which ruins everything. It wouldn't be Daredevil if everyone wasn't co covered in blood at the end. And, and I love the dynamic between between uh, Wilson Fisk and, and, and Matt Murdock, yeah. just like like Fisk being this just like gruesome, mm. like calculated kingpin and, and him just like saying to, to, to Matt Murdock, like, I cannot forgive what, what you said. You said, but with the price of postage, you could ruin my life. <laughs> this I cannot forgive. Mm. And I love how he just totally just like screwed over Matt Murdock when he went to uh, and this goes into, um, uh, I guess, I guess for favorite moments. Mm. Where um oh my god where where Matt Murdock goes to the prison right and he's trying to he's trying to, to parlay with one of the other with the the Albanian oh, mob yeah. boss because he's just like you know what, what what's Fisk doing yeah. you know with the Albanians and stuff like that and then he it turns out uh, listen Fisk ordered a hit on Matt Murdock uh, in in the prison and I, I one of my favorite scenes like that fight scene in the prison oh, it was, was amazing it was so great it was just like it was just ten like, minutes uh, of it, it, one take it, it's two dude it's two. I, I, I love like the constant tracking shot that had yeah oh definitely yeah I, I love the constant yeah, tracking shot like the, them using the, the, the stunt doubles very smart yeah. because like there's times where you don't see his face and and it just looks so gruesome because like in in these shows especially in Daredevil like they actually get tired when they fight yeah. the fight the hits look real they look like they connect and they do a really good job of the choreography and it looks like it hurts mm. 
like everybody is hurting. And even though he's the hero of the story, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, like he's in it. He's in the shit and he's getting his ass kicked, but he's also kicking ass back. And I and I love that dynamic, especially when the, when the, everyone's so tired, they're looking at each other <laughs> and. I love I love when movies and TV shows do that. Like it's one of my, my favorite things about Atomic Blonde was that they they get tired like when they fight, but the fighting is just so damn gruesome. Yeah. And that scene was so damn cool, man. They, they, <laughs> and him just like trying to fight his way out of that prison. He gets uh, he gets face to face with the, the Italian guy, uh, the uh, Albanian guy, and he's just like, "If you help me out, dude, I'll put fists right back in here." But you can't take a shot at him when he's out there. And he's like, "All right, cool, but bring that bring that prison guard in there that's on the floor. Put on the armor." And him just getting escorted out of that prison. I was like, "Let's go! This is so." good yeah. and then running into the different corridors we're like oh no not down in that way like this way this way follow me I got get this way and all like, the prison riot going on around them and the camera tracking behind them I was like yo this is amazing this is much better than the Lifetime Hallmark movie that the Iron Fist season the last one was trying to do here's how you do it showrunners here's but how you do it they're even trying writers. to do it we're not looking for that Hallmark Lifetime bullshit okay it's okay if you want to go to those channels to watch that stuff but I'm watching it here they do it here okay I'm coming for this they do it with Karen Page there's a whole episode of of just like I that was weird. Yeah, like I fucking hated it. Like that I could have been way. I was, worse. I, was, I, was, I was gonna go yeah. into that when we talked about the least favorite yeah, stuff. Okay. But all right. Yeah. But uh, for me, most favorite. Like I've said it before, when you first see Bullseye and all you see is him taking out as an FBI agent, not like as Bullseye, but like he's just taking dudes the fuck out, ricocheting bolts, throwing knives, like no mercy. That was like a movie. Like it's incredible, and you and the way they treat him like is like a monster. You don't actually see him. You see his silhouette. You see him off in the distance. You see like his destruction, and that was just perfect. Like you, you couldn't have done a better intro for this villain, in my opinion. And even before the unveiling, when, when all the guys who came to kill Wilson Fisk are dropping, yeah. you're like, "Whoa!" Like, like what? Well, what team is yeah. coming out here? And you see this one guy, you're the like, "One oh, man my gang." God. Oh man! Yeah, there is a better intro you can do for this. Is he's playing darts in a bar while drinking? And he's just like nonchalantly throwing him and getting bullseye every time. <laughs> <laughs> that thing where like he's talking to the bartender or something like that. He's not even looking when he's getting so the bullseye with each dart. <laughs> Damn movie. Man. Oh, what oh, about man. you? UKC, like favorite movie? Oh, it's the the fight in the, the bulletin building. Okay. Ooh, where you've got imposter daredevil and yeah. the man in black yeah. fighting just throwing objects all over the place. It's it's a bullseye that I would say is at least combat wise just as good as the Colin Farrell version personality wise even leagues better mm, absolutely. just terrifying yeah just getting like paper clips and staplers and, like, but not even that like he like does his job like he kills the snitch he he gets Ellison in the belly right and he's just like hello Karen it's nice to see you again and it's just the perfect like oh Dude. he could totally kill her right now but no yeah his smile oh, oh, oh. in that costume too is terrifying. Dude. It's perfect. It's so menacing. Yeah. Like you get that villainous smirk from him. It's so good. That actor is so damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, least favorite moment. Can we just agree that it's that Karen Page episode? That was so odd. Like it's as if these, these it's as if these Netflix shows like like they need to like, shoot themselves in the foot or something like that. Like hey guys, we need one episode where we shoot ourselves in the yeah. foot. That episode really and, isn't uh, that bad. It's just they. It's it's. I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it was necessary because I don't think it really went anywhere. It would have been better as a bonus episode, I think. They, they just they've put been us dragging. The they've been dragging out that Karen Page teaser for like two seasons. Yeah, and you know, people were bound to ask. My girlfriend was curious about it, you know, yeah. and I'm like, well, in the comics, Karen Page 
is just a junky sex worker, like pretty much every bad trope you can throw onto a female character. Mm. Um, like that's her whole shtick. That's the real catalyst for inspiring a story like Born Again, upon which the beginning of this story is based. Um, They actually pull a lot of elements from other stuff, like uh, the imposter Daredevil storyline is one where Bullseye starts out trying to ruin Daredevil's reputation by dressing up as him, but his own mental illness makes him believe that he's Daredevil. That's awesome. And Matt Murdock, well, it gets better. Matt Murdock dresses up in Bullseye's outfit. (laughs) <laughs> and whoops his ass so it's like even more confusing for poor bullseye that's, that's really great <laughs> dude i was like you make a fuck on me i'm like a fuck on you <laughs> it's it's so that's like hilarious. looney tunes crazy yeah i love it um awesome. and the last story it it cribs from is the kevin smith guardian devil story mm-hmm. which uh has a lot of weird shit in it it's Daredevil fighting Mysterio as the main bad guy, but you don't know that until the end. Um, And it's about him trying to save this baby who people think is the Antichrist from people who want to kill it. (laughs) Uh, At one point, Bullseye goes into a church, sound familiar yet, kills a whole bunch of nuns, and then he throws Daredevil's own billy club at Daredevil in the fight, and it impales Karen Page right in the chest. Uh, in this case, the cool priest takes that one for him. But the pose where Karen is cradling Daredevil's like unconscious body on the church balcony is like shot for shot lifted from the panel where Daredevil is holding Karen Page's dead body in that comic. Mm. That's dope. So there were a lot of great callbacks this season for longtime readers of Daredevil, and three in particular really huge storylines. Um, and I, I recommend all those. Uh, yeah. That's the Frank Miller run, the Ann Nascenti run of Daredevil, and the Kevin Smith run. Something I thought was pretty interesting uh, that this show did is they had Kingpin as uh, Matt Murdock's voice of insecurity. Yeah, what was up with that? I thought it was kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't they just use stick for that? Yeah. Oh, that would have been so like, much That would have made a lot more stick. sense because, like, he met Stick when he was a lot younger, and he's always kind of been the one that's been pushing him around and trying to get him to do things. And, and it just was like, <laughs> I, I, I understand the obsession with Kingpin, but, like, come on. The, the answer for that, I'm sure, is the actor didn't want to come back for another season. Maybe. Wow. Maybe. It's probably why Vanessa yeah. is only in, like, two episodes because she's yeah. just like, I really don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was odd they did that with the Kingpin because usually when they do that trope, like that person's dead. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they're reminiscing and they're thinking about the right. stuff that, that they were taught. Like, just like this whole story is kind of like, have you never seen Dexter guys? Like, watch well, they do Dexter. it. They do it with Jack Murdoch. They yeah. They yeah. have his dad for one of those, like, yeah, he shifts in the locker room. They did, yeah. Moments. And, 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 and that, that I liked. I was like, okay, I get that. But the whole Kingpin thing, I was like, that's weird. Especially when his dad morphed into Kingpin for one of those weird in your head kind of mm-hmm. moments. He starts like punching the crap out of him yeah yeah, yeah. um how does this season stack up for you against uh the other season of daredevil and all the netflix mcu stuff it is unquestionably the top really yes, it is better than everything that has come I before don't know, man i don't know there's only one oh, missed beat in this whole season and that's only the karen stuff and even then that's not that bad yeah i guess i have to go rewatch season one of daredevil 
because that still reigns up there in my mind for me. There, there's like a couple other minor things like, you know, we're all three guys, so this isn't like a huge deal, but it, they delve into that whole women in refrigerators thing yeah. where they literally have a woman in a refrigerator. Yeah. You know, what? that, that yeah, woman, do. Julie, is only introduced as a vehicle to motivate Bullseye. Yeah. Which is a pro. It's mm. narratively, it's a problem for the character. They make it work, but like they also they kill her off screen. What, wasn't like, they literally put her in a fridge? Was that was Kyle Rayner the first one to have that happen in comics? He's not the first, but it's a trend that starts with him. So like yeah. bad stuff has mm. happened to women in comics before. Oh sure. Kyle Rayner's girlfriend but got like cut the, up the and term. put in the refrigerator. But the term, but the I mean. term, yes, is so, the Kyle Rayner major force kills his girlfriend. Yeah. So Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern number major three, force. four. Oh. I don't remember the issue number. I know no, Gail no, Simone I mean, like, like, what before she became he? famous did a whole blog about it, which yeah. is kind of incredible yeah. when you see like she's basically the most famous woman in comic books. Yeah. Now. Um. Interesting. Yeah, for me, like this is up there, but like this season in terms of where it stacks, but I don't think it's number one for me. Uh, There's a couple episodes where I just kind of zoned out. It's kind of like, what is what is number one for I you? I think it might be season one, Daredevil, because they, they started all mm. there. Like, I I am kind of getting tired of hallway scenes, hallway fight scenes. They need to find a new pony for me. Like, it's like I know my watch. I'm like, oh, here's the hallway scene. Up oh, here's the other hallway scene. And now I look for the cuts in the hallway scenes. That's like kind of how I keep myself because I know he's going to kick someone's ass and I know it's going to be incredible. <laughs> it's like it's so good and they've kept it up so well that now I'm just bored. It's like the new norm. So I need something like the next step. And I don't need mean like two hallways at the same time, like shot. Which which which, which they, they, they kind of did here. No, they no, but like I mean a, like, 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 like a four way. I mean, two at the same time. So if, like if you have like defenders, I don't want. Dan no, and you have Matt Daredevil on one end of the hallway oh. going and bullseye on the other end of the hallway and two camera crews that follow them fighting through That's guys until I mean. they meet in the middle. Yes. Yes. Do it. Make the it ultimate happen. hallway That's scene. That's not what I mean. But and, like it. it's I'm getting to that point where it's just like I am bored with these. So I'm looking to see, oh, did you do it in one cut or two cuts? That's how I, I know that um, the jail scene, I saw two cuts or I saw one cut. So two scenes because there's a point where he goes directly in front of the camera and it goes all black. I'm like, that's your fucking cut. You can't hide that from me. Netflix. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, but I think season one, because of the originality, because they uh, brought so much to the table and you know, from the success of that, they brought all of this will always be, I think, number one for me. I definitely enjoyed this a lot more than than Defenders. Yeah, absolutely. Hands down. Hands definitely, down. definitely a more enjoyable than Iron Fist. Yes. Yeah. And uh, definitely, I think there's more, more enjoyable than definitely the Luke Cage season two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Cage season one was, was a good, good setup and it was, it was yeah. all right. Like I wasn't really like like over the moon for it, but uh, it was all right. But yeah, I definitely think it was it was a better one. And I like, like the first season, Jessica Jones, mm. but I think I think this has some some teeth to it, and and I really liked what they yeah. did here. It was very entertaining for. I mean, I found myself just like, I mean, there's certain ones we we've watched like like kind of like Iron Fist. I'm like, ah, I gotta watch another mm-hmm. episode. I gotta get through this to talk mm-hmm. about it. But this one, I'm just like, yo, I need to see the next mm-hmm. one. <laughs> I really? need to see how this thing keeps going. I, I think yeah, and I was top five is the three Daredevils. Like mm-hmm. season one, three, two, then Jessica Jones, then Punisher is my order. Okay. I think for me. Um, what I found interesting about this season is it's the typical 13 episode structure. Mm. Iron Fist did 10. 
10 yeah i kind of wish this was 10 i think if this was 10 episodes and not the full 13 a we could have just not had a karen page episode that would have been wonderful that brings us yeah down to 12. but like i think it i felt i felt like that, that was like a weird anime filler yeah, episode and totally i was just was. like what like what it, what is this anime filler episode it's like meanwhile in another life yeah. <laughs> like okay yeah, I think I they just wanted to wrap it, up that loose end. I really think that was... The, was it really a loose end, though? They, I mean, yeah. they, could have done it, they could have done it without the full how, episode. How? They've been alluding at that Karen Page has, like, a dark thing in her they past that, that's related to her time. brother's death. Yeah. Have they really? Yeah. I, I haven't, mm-hmm. maybe, I, maybe I just didn't pay attention to it's that. Been, it's, been, it's been there. They mention it in both seasons of Daredevil, and they might mention it in The Punisher, where she's like, oh, I know I have tragedy in my own life, Frank. You know, you don't need to tell me. So people have just been, like, waiting oh. for it to come together, and they, they did it, like... Have they, though? They lightly grazed it. Like, they didn't give you that full punch of Karen Page's character, but they gave you enough where it's like, oh, I can see why she would not want to talk about this because it literally got her alienated from everyone she's ever loved. Mm. Like, it's a tragedy that ruined her life and made her have to start over in New York or yeah. the city because mm-hmm. yeah. she's from upstate. But I, I would have been happy the if my... they just had a heart-to-heart. If she had a hard heart-to-heart with Foggy and just told the whole story. Yeah. I would have been content with that, to be honest. Yeah, and and, and, then, and they would do a whole thing where... Uh, where um... Uh, was it Fisk that was listening to the tapes from Bullseye? And they did a thing where like he was walking through his yeah, uh, his, 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 um, that. yeah through the room and you can see the scenes happening, kind of like like, like a, a Batman Arkham thing. I thought that was really interesting when Fisk was like learning about yeah. Bullseye and he was listening to the tapes from the uh, psychologist and then like uh, in his room you would see the scene happening. If they did that with, with her, I think that would have worked out yeah. better. And the only reason like that, that whole story arc wasn't bad because the acting was really good. Yeah. Like the acting was re- was really good, so I didn't mind watching it. But I was just like, I could do without it. But the actors were were so damn good. Like this, like the whole dynamic with like her and her dad, oh, and yeah. her just running the whole place, and him just like I bought a six thousand uh, dollar thing, and she's just like, we can't. What are you doing? <laughs> and her brother's just like, you gotta go off the collars and stuff. And, and you know, the acting was really there, good. Like I won't, I won't take no, that away. There's from nothing all, about the episode like, that's bad. I just wasn't in the mood for that in the middle of all this action and murder. And yes. And well, yeah, because it seemed it's like episode. It seemed like it was ramping up and ramping up, and it's just like it's, it's like waiting for for the DJ drop, and it's just like. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> it's like we're, we're, we're like we're, where's the drop, man? Like I, I, this whole thing was hey, ramping up. Listen, Let's go. It, and it's it just beats like, an electric on, flashback. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. So count your fucking blessings. <laughs> and it, and it, and it does beat. Let's uh, beat all. I asked you for for spicy food because you when you get sugary stuff, it slows you down. So, so fucking stupid. Stupid. So, stupid. so ultimately, stupid scene. season three, Daredevil. I think we can all agree it's worth watching. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. If there's only one show you're going to give a shit about that's left on Netflix, it's this one. Mm-hmm. As soon as they say Daredevil's canceled, I'm like done with my Netflix subscription. There's nothing else I'm really looking forward to that I can't just find elsewhere these days. So, and especially that that this Disney one is going to have like brand new shows coming to it and most of them are Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Rutu says something in chat that I found are uh, pretty interesting. I thought it was a Rutu. Uh, he said uh, mm-hmm. Luke Cage Iron Fist got dusted. We know that they, they got canceled. Oh, that's oh, that uh, meme that's floating around. Got Thanos? Yeah, got Thanos. But like, what if that's true? I've seen what if that that's meme. how they ultimately fucking... Like, that's how they do it. What if that's the only way that Infinity War ties into the Netflix MCU? They just disappear? They disappear. No. <laughs> I don't know. 
that just drives me up a wall that they don't like actually meld because that's literally the job of this is well if you're if your secret question is the secret question i think you're going to ask then i've got an answer for that so i don't even have a secret question yet casey all right well it sounds like casey has a secret question though which brings us to yeah hit the music (laughs) our secret question So, so tonight we talked about Daredevil season three. Uh, we talked about everything that we liked that we didn't like. Uh, we talked a little bit to catch you up from Defenders. We went really in depth with Bullseye, which I loved. I wasn't expecting that at all, but yeah. what a great character, right? Uh, tonight, I do not have mm-hmm. a secret question, but it sounds like Casey does. So, Casey. So, it's kind of your bog standard secret question. So, yeah. with the Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe in Jeopardy, Shows being canceled, Disney doing their own streaming service on the horizon. How would you follow up to Daredevil season three if you had to continue it on the platform it is now, mm. or not? Ooh. Or what would you, just what would you do? You have these characters who have assembled together in their own little pocket of what is confirmed to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What do you do going forward? Kill them all off. All right. One last <laughs> Defenders team up. No they one all survives. Die. But you don't realize it. So as you go through, they just start dropping one by one. Uh, so I, I would say probably they'll do some supporting characters first. So we'll say like maybe Foggy bites it. And then you're kind of like, whoa, that's what's going on here. And then it ramps up. And then Luke and Danny die at the same time because they're like, teaming up buddies and they're fighting they're taking them down they get taken out and then you're like okay then jessica and then finally matt the order in which they appeared they get taken out Ooh. the final fight would be i would i would still i think i still want kingpin versus bat yeah almost like a superman versus doomsday scenario where they just both kill each other that's what i would say Dark, bro. Hey. Damn. I mean, like, the way this season, all these shows have gone thus far, with the exception of those Luke Cage, Danny Rand team up episodes, it's all pretty fucking dark. It is. Like, Matt lost his father figure. Lost any father figure he's ever had in the world is now dead. His actual dad's dead. Stick is dead. And now the priest is dead. Yep. The final boss will be carried. <laughs> 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 Final boss is Karen Page. I mean, they did Pepper she, Potts. She she <laughs> bores him to death with her story of her origin. Oh come on! Oh yeah. Stop knocking Karen. this whole season, and she's it's got she, a toit toit set of abs. Well, she's she's very. She, <laughs> I mean, she's wonderful. She's a wonderful actress. Like she did a great job with this oh, yeah. character, bringing it to life. I just didn't care for it when they had it i think the time was just off for that episode for me um let's search what we but yeah i'll, I'll definitely do what uh what, what adam said i was thinking about that like give the people what they want okay tie it in with the rest of the marvel movie universe or at least like give us like a, a hero that would fit in well with them like spider-man you know i mean they're, they're going around new york i mean like how have they not seen this 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 uh everyone's favorite neighborhood spider-man web slinging wall crawling around the city and I would love for like Luke Cage to run into mm-hmm. him 
because uh because like they've never like, i don't think luke cage has ever really acknowledged any of the other heroes i mean like there was a thing where um they they kind of make a reference to uh, uh the first avengers movie like the incident yeah. that happened because he was talking to the guy on the corner who sells like dvds and stuff like that where he had like a dvd of the incident um or whatever but it'd be so cool to see like the like <laughs> how luke cage and spider-man would talk to each other to be like hey man so how do you do all that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, how are you up there? <laughs> just so we're like, when him and Danny were in the Chinese restaurant, he's like, so, dragon? And, and and Danny was just like, well, you can believe that you, you do what you do, right? You know, like you're like you're a bulletproof guy and you're really super strong. He was like, yeah. He's like, so, would it be far-fetched to, and you see what my fist can do, right? He was like, yeah, it glows and whatever. Like, yeah, so is a dragon really that too far out? And Luke Cage is like, I don't know, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> so they'd be like, hey, Spider-Man. How are you on the wall right now? How do you do that, man? <laughs> like, what's going on? Is that in the suit? Like what that? are you doing? I think you'd just be mildly annoyed. I think you'd just oh, really? Out, just <laughs> roll his eyes or something. But like, hey, man, fight's down here. <laughs> get, get on down here. What are you doing? And uh, yeah, it'd just be, be cool for, for him to team up with uh, with Spider-Man and for them to, because like he's he's also ground level, like he's scrappy, he can fight. It'd be, be cool to see like like a, like like a turning camera kind of thing, like like in the in Age of Ultron where they're defending that that machine or whatever, and the camera's going around. They're all like fighting in their own style. Like you see the camera pan around, and, like Luke Cage is punching somebody, he's receiving bullet fire at the same time. You see like Iron Fist do like a backflip, and like you see his fist going, and Spider-Man's webbing somebody up and bringing him to him. Like, I think it'd be like really really yeah. cool. I, I yeah. At least, at least, at least, do that, and then, and then, you know, Spider-Man goes off to, you know, help the Avengers stuff like that. And it's just like you guys keep it on the ground here. Keep, keep doing. A I good would job. love nothing more for that to happen. I just don't see it happening. Period. And and it's, it's so, weird, and it's so yeah. odd that it doesn't happen to you. I was hoping to see them in Infinity War. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but it'd been so cool to tie them in there. And uh, and I don't see why not. I think they could fit. I mean, they are darker. Than, than what the movies are, but I, I they they could have worked them in I'm, somehow. I mean, hell, they had they had um uh the uh, the, the Ebony Mall like in like on the ground there yeah. in New York. I mean, little, little kids came in and were like, hey, go, ima- so ima- imagine <laughs> that. So instead of it only really taking place, the fight in two different spots in Wakanda and uh on Titan, they just have one in New York, mm-hmm. and then they all just kind of like team up and like maybe don't put Spider Man in space, just leave him on the ground. And there we go. Wow. Yeah. And they can they can do a cool thing like uh like how they did in the X Men movie where um uh, where like anyway so 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 do, so like like uh, Doctor Strange could use a portal to have like Luke Cage like jump through it and do do like him like falling from the sky kind of like they did like the X Men mm-hmm. movie where uh that 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 portal girl what was her name Blink yeah. or something like that she made a portal and Colossus jumped yeah. through it and like he made made it fall from the sky so he was just like this like like raining down fist cannonball thing on the enemy I think that'd be cool all, all the little team ups yeah. they can do oh yeah it'd be great it's just never gonna fucking happen because I don't know Disney yeah it's Disney reasons it's like the only time where i'm like curse you disney for owning all this (laughs) what about you casey mine's super easy because i loved the response on twitter that that it got um somebody tweets man i really wish uh vincent d'onofrio would stick around after daredevil season three so we could have him fight spider-man too bad it'll never happen and d'onofrio tweets back he says who says and i'm like (gasps) oh for you Oh, yeah, like the Spider-Man the game. Kingpin is, Spider-Man. is every bit a Spider-Man villain yeah. as he is a Daredevil villain. Um, he's got a, in he's, fact, he was in a, the game. It was a great fight. He's a Spider-Man villain first. Yeah, uh, which is which is crazy. He's definitely done more to ruin Daredevil's life, which makes him I don't know better in that regard. Uh, but man, he could take Spidey in a fight too, and he's just a big man. They're gonna have to change a bit of his origin though to make him take on Spider-Man because right now he's just like a dude who has trouble taking down daredevil 
And Daredevil is not hit as hard as Spider-Man. Well, you You got scientists who can put metal spines in a bullseye now. Daredevil doesn't even hit as hard as Batman. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. I would say Daredevil hits hard. That's confirmed canon from DC versus Marvel. Oh, you're throwing the... Yeah, I'm doing it. Bullseye... Son of a bitch. Bullseye teleports into the Batcave. Bullseye confirmed. And with a single chop, Batman just takes him out. And Bullseye's yeah. words are, you hit harder than Daredevil in past While well, he gets knocked wow. out. Wow. Where, where was That's this That's off from DC versus Marvel. Yep. So like, whenever anyone has a DC versus Marvel like kind of question, that is always thrown in there. Yeah. Well, and 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 like and that was like a graphic yeah, novel it was, series. Yeah, it was or? like a, a short lived and nineteen ninety four four part miniseries. Yeah, the, the fan votes universe. decided the winners, which is not, how you got not for Aquaman the beating versus, the Submariner. Not for the Bullseye versus like the little ones like that. That wasn't a part of the fan vote. But, oh no, but the like major the big ones. main events like Hulk versus Spider Man, Lobo versus Wolverine, Aquaman versus Namor. Like those were all fan voted. How did they have fans vote on that in the, in the early nineties? Were they people yeah. calling yeah. the line or like yeah. sending? Yeah. Yeah. One nine hundred wow. numbers. That's how they also killed Jason Todd originally. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a really? fan vote decide whether Robin lives or dies. Yeah, and they were like, <laughs> of course, everyone's like, yeah, it was close. <laughs> it was yeah, it was really close. Wow. It was very close. It wasn't as lopsided as you would think. It's, it's no weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and with that, that brings us officially to the end of the episode. I want to go ahead and thank everyone oh. in chat who hung out with us tonight. Remember, we do this live on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash badcodyfunky. Uh, tonight joining us, we had Boulevard Gaming. We had Soul Ghetto Guy Adam. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, we also had Pagey, John, Pagey Bunt lurking in the chat. I see you there. Don't think I don't. Rutu. Uh, we also had uh, Ocon joining us for that first little bit. He didn't want things to get spoiled. Oh, had yes. to bail on those spoilers. Had like, don't blame him. Bail. Had to bail, but that's all right. Uh, we love him anyways. He's a good, he's a good guy. And remember, if you yeah. are joining us for the first time here live at Twitch.tv/slash/BadCatyFunky, or if you're listening to us on one of the many platforms, uh, like uh, maybe a rerun on here, maybe on SoundCloud, maybe on not Twitter. There's no podcast. Maybe you found us on Twitter. Maybe Instagram. Maybe you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. Radio, Spotify, now Spotify. We have a whole plethora, a whole 162 other episodes. Actually, Wherever more than that. podcasts are sold. Wherever they're sold. But we have over 162 more because we did preview episodes for quite some time there. So we have little, little uh, more digestible sized, if you don't like the whole one hour and some change. We got half an hour ones in there. We got everything for the whole family. Little baby podcasts. And remember, in a couple weeks, we are going to be covering the now world-famous Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have a special guest star be joining us in there. Who is it? I'm not telling you now. you got to tune in, obviously. Again, thank you, everyone, for all of the kind remarks, all the kind reviews, all of the listens that people have been giving us. We super appreciate you all. We love you all. We wouldn't be doing this without you. And until next week, we'll see you next time. Or we will see you another time. Or with radar sense. <laughs>